Uh, it's time to talk about Arabic calligraphy art. And we're joined in the studio by... Uh, an artist. Shazia Inga is here with us uh, and a fairly new resident of Dubai as well. Shazia, great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure. Uh, I've actually been here for about five years mm -hmm. now. So don't consider myself new anymore. No, you've, you've, you've got your wings, haven't you? You've got your I Dubai, have, yeah. you've got your Dubai like wings. It actually feels like home now. Yeah, and yeah. Why, did you, why did you decide to come to... Because you're a UK-born um, and you yes. decided to come and, and, and take, bring your family to the UAE. Definitely. My, my family moved here first. Mm -hmm. um, and I always just liked the idea of the Middle East. Mm -hmm. um, and being a Muslim myself is a Muslim country, so I, that, always, uh, was that was always appealing to me. Um, the lifestyle and the sun... I mean, yeah. well, at the moment it's too hot, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of the year it's nice. And with kids, it's just a lovely uh, lifestyle to have. So yeah, that always appealed to me. Yeah. Well, you, you, you're here, you're working as a, as a psychologist, yeah. a freelance psychologist, and obviously you're an artist as well. I want to look at both those areas. But mm -hmm. in terms of Arabic calligraphy art, what's yeah. the scene like in the United Kingdom? Is there a, is there a, a, a lot of uh, artists in the UK that are working in that field? Um, there's not much awareness about it, actually. Really? No, not really at the moment. Um, but it's definitely growing. Um, and having shown my work in Dubai, I get a lot of people coming up to me and asking me, why aren't you showing your work in England? Mm. Why aren't you promoting, you know, Arabic calligraphy there? And I just never saw the connection. I always just thought Middle East, you know, people are just more open to it. Um, but now I'm starting to think that it, my work might be you know, might be quite lucrative in England. Yeah. So definitely something to think about for the near future. Worth mentioning, of course, that you're currently exhibiting here in the UAE, aren't you? Yes, Tell us about yeah. your exhibit. So the current um, collection that's showing um, at the Media One Hotel mm -hmm. in Media City is called the Al Haq Collection. Um, it's a it's a collection that I've developed over the last few years, um, and it really goes back to what I think the truth about Islam is. Mm -hmm. And I think given the situation uh, in the world right now, I think that was really important for me as an artist to express myself using art and calligraphy um, and as a Muslim to mm. just express myself. Um, and, and everyone can appreciate you don't have to be Muslim. And I mean, art is so interpretive though, isn't it? I exactly. mean, so, so you're expressing yourself, but that doesn't necessarily mean when people view your work that they will always oh. read it exactly the way oh you wanted God, them to. Oh my God, yeah. It's amazing because um, at the opening, we were looking at the art and mm. I was walking, you know, walking around showing people the artwork and, and talking about it. Um, but usually the first thing I do is I ask, um, you know, the audience, what do you think? it means what do you what do you see mm. and every time I ask the question I get a completely different response and for me that's just the most interesting part of art yeah um, I think one of my paintings uh, this lady came up to me she's like me and my friend are just debating what you know what this is mm -hmm. I see an eagle <laughs> and my friend sees a horse <laughs> And I looked at both of them thinking, it's not either of them. Yeah, no, it's not a painting of an animal. <laughs> no, but they could see some forms and some shapes within the paintwork mm. and within the, you know, the composition of the colours. Mm. And although I didn't intend it for it to be an eagle or a horse, I just found it fascinating that people saw these, these images. And I think that's where the psychology comes in sometimes, because mm. you see what you want to see. Um, yeah, that must be interesting for you as as a psychologist. Do you, yeah. When people say to you, "This is how I've interpreted exactly. the work," does it? You must, in a way, kind of analyze 
their judgment of it. But in a shouldn't, you, but yeah, shouldn't. But, but we're all, we're all you know we yeah. all are guilty. We we sort of anal- analyze mm-hmm. people a little bit. But I'm yeah. guessing, do you kind of end up rethinking yourself about what you were thinking when you made the work as well? If enough people say to you, "This is how this they makes me it. feel," yeah, and, and maybe it's different to what you had originally thought you were trying uh-huh. to depict. D- does that come into play as well? I, I'm not that easily influenced, mm. actually, because uh, the emotions that I feel when I'm painting are really intense and really strong. Yeah. And so I always, when I see that piece of art, that's what it takes me back to that moment. Mm. Um, and so, and also, th- each each painting that I have, it, it has a lot of meaning behind it, and the calligraphy emphasizes that. Yeah. But also the colors and the composition of the colors. Um, so for me, it has a very deep, s- you know, seated meaning. Mm. But for other people, they see whatever they, you know, whatever they want to see. I'm looking at some of your work here on your e- website, which is ArabicArtDubai.com. Mm-hmm. If anyone yes. wants to check it out while we're yes. um, chatting on the show here, and there's uh, there's uh, some beautiful images of your of your canvases on mm-hmm. display and there really are like explosions of explosions, color yeah. um and and when when you kind of think of the term uh, calligraphy art mm-hmm. i maybe kind of the, the emphasis is on the word calligraphy uh-huh. and there is there is a lot of calligraphy here but mm-hmm. it's not all about huge yeah. sentences and no. it, it's very much a balance between the art and the and the, and the calligraphy yeah. as well. Uh, Tell us about th- that. And I think yeah, my works evolved quite a lot over mm-hmm. the years. So um, initially, when I started uh, working with calligraphy, the calligraphy the calligraphy was the emphasis. Yeah. Um, and I was really exploring with the different texts, going back to the ancient manuscripts, mm-hmm. um, and using them as inspirations. But over the years, um, I've developed my own calligraphic style, and I've incorporated that with the. Uh, the abstract nature of the art mm. and that's what I love and um, and I think that's really uh, that's really what you see in my, my latest works that ca- kind of abstract uh, contemporary art mm. with some calligraphy in there um, mm. and yeah this is what I love to do at the moment is, Do you think that's because you've become uh, more confident as an artist yeah. in addition to a calligrapher? Yeah that's exactly what it is and, and even as a calligrapher um, I've just developed my own style so that I don't have to feel limited by the the, I guess by the restrictions of, of con- uh, classical calligraphy mm-hmm. um, so now that I've, I feel more confident with that I'm not afraid to, to just have a few strokes of calligraphy. Tell us what that means what does classical calligraphy kind of mean yeah. mean to most to you to the most of the listeners um it's it's really a science form mm-hmm. so each letter has specific measurements uh, and it has to stick to that the to those measurements for it to be a classical piece of calligraphy mm-hmm. uh, i'm not a classically trained calligrapher by by any means um i just love the the art of calligraphy i love the way it looks i love the the letter shapes and the forms and how much you can do with one letter mm. it's just amazing to me um like if you compare it to to English, I mean, there's not there's only so much you can do with the letter A. <laughs> yeah. But with Arabic, with Alif, you can you you know your imagination can just run wild. Just a question: um, <coughs> the Quran, the Arabic that's written in the Quran, is uh-huh. absolutely beautiful. How close is your calligraphy to that writing in the Quran? So the writing in the Quran would be classical calligraphy. Mm. So it, it it has to be. 
bound by the, the specific measurements, um, the distances between each letter. Um, even within the letter, there's distances between each point, each angle. It's very calculated. Mm. Uh, my calligraphy is a lot more um, freestyle. Um, so I take the inspiration of, of um, the classical style of calligraphy mm-hmm. um, and I've developed my own style over the years and you can actually see that when you look at my work from the older pieces to you know current works, it's just a lot more freer mm. and I do it all um, freehand. So initially I used to um, you know, measure it out mm. and you know, be, be confined to those measurements but that was never my style as an artist and I used to always find that it limited me and my artwork but now um, you know, I'm, I'm applying that kind of abstract nature into the calligraphy as well and that's what I, you know, I enjoy doing. We were talking just before the break about um, so how you were inspired by uh, classical calligraphy mm-hmm. kind of or, or originally and you've very much found your own voice now as well i mean it's, i'm just wondering is there kind of like within every art uh, there's, there's kind of like the purists and there's the the other people who feel that okay if unless it's like this it's not calligraphy uh-huh. art uh-huh. do we get that in the field that you're working in or is it all one big lovely happy i think <laughs> Before, yes, for yeah. sure, um, which is why I was always, I didn't have that confidence mm-hmm. because I was never classically trained. Um, but over the years, pe- even people who are classically trained are going into just more contemporary um, styles. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's just what art is. You don't have to be restricted by um, what should be um, and what it should look like. Um, and although I'm not classically trained calligrapher, um, I'm a calligrapher in my own right mm-hmm. um, because that's what I do. I, I apply Arabic calligraphy to my artwork. So, um, you know, and I spend hours sketching um, different uh, shapes and forms of calligraphy. Mm. Um, so it's definitely a long process. Um, and I go through all the stages that any other calligrapher would go through. Um, you know, it's not that I just apply a few strokes to the to the canvas. Mm. It is an art form in itself, being a calligrapher, because um, the composition of of the letters has to fit just right mm. to make it that vis- to make it visually that um, striking. Yeah, um, do, but so do you yeah. do you feel that you would benefit? I mean, do you have plans? Would you like to be classically trained to go through that classical training? I've definitely thought about it, mm. and there's a lot more opportunities um, in in this in this region. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of classes and things, but then at the same time, I think um, you know, there's a part of me that thinks if I go through the the, the classical route. I might be uh, limiting myself a little bit, whereas right now I have an open mind. I'm mm-hmm. not restricting myself in any way, so I'm just free. Yeah. I just, I just, I see letters and I see shapes, and I create compositions. But if I do train, and and so I just feel like that might limit me. Mm. But you never know. I might change my mind. <laughs> well, how long have you been working as a, as an artist? Have you been producing artwork for? Um, I've been producing artwork for around seven years, okay. um, and I've had my first exhibition five years ago. Oh, wow. so, so that's pretty quick, right? Um, from from the beginning, two years to. I've always been creative, though. Mm, I've mm. always produced artwork, but probably not at the, that level. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I think two years, it is a long time. It's not very long, but to produce the level of work that you need to, then yeah.
And what was the early inspirations for you? Why did you decide? Okay, look, you know, I mean, because we all enjoy art, but but mm-hmm. we uh, and we all have you know artistic ability to some extent. Yeah. But what made you say, okay, I'm going to buy the canvas. I'm going to get the. I'm going to do this properly. I'm going to commit m- my time to this as well. Uh, let me just go back to the first statement you made. We all mm. have an artistic kind of um, part of us, and I think that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think most people. Um, have an artistic side my kid my daughter's six years old Mm. um, and my other one is two years old Um, I give my two-year-old the paintbrush and she produces magnificent um, you know magnificent things Mm. on just you know with with two colors Um, and I think as we get older we kind of we move away from it because we don't we don't paint enough we don't draw enough and we're limited what what by what we think should be on a canvas or should be on a paper mm. um so i think yeah just commenting on what you said there no, absolutely, <laughs> what was the <absolutely>. question <laughs> well just asking you know wh- where your inspiration came from why yeah. you decided because we've all got a lot of things going on in our lives like you say you're, I just you're a mother stopped. i never stopped right. i never stopped painting mm. um as a kid i painted um and i just always had that desire to to apply paint to a canvas mm. um and i just never stopped and i think it just um carried on from there and i realized that this is one of my greatest passions in life um and i have a lot of support from from family and friends who've always said that you know your work is really good and you should pursue it mm. um so i think that you know that reinforced it as well um, so I just, yeah, just progress. Text in here says, uh, definitely <coughs> also check out Dubai-based artist uh, J.Z. Amir, who's an Arabic calligraphy artist, but does it with light painting photography. Have you heard of this artist, or this this type of light painting photography work? Mm, I've I've heard of uh, photography with, with um, the calligraphy, but not the light painting. Okay. That's interesting. That's one for you yeah, to check out. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, su- it's such a big topic, though. I mean, at the same time as you were, um, like I say, continuing to... <laughs> To work but building towards your exhibitions and yeah. things like this obviously you've, you've had everything else going on that, yeah. that all of us do but you studied and trained as a, as a psychologist mm-hmm. too I mean that was yeah. uh, must have been intense um, I had uh, an easel up in my university dorm room <laughs> for three years so I always had a canvas on my on my easel mm. um, and that was always a part of me so the psychology even you know, when I had exams coming up, I would um, study during the day and then during the night I would paint. Mm. And I think a lot of my, you know, frustrations, <laughs> especially at uni, <laughs> would be, yeah, you know, reflected on the canvas. Yeah, I'm sure. So where do you paint now? At home or do you have a studio? Well, I have a studio in my home. Right. Mm. So there's always space for a studio. <laughs> I make space. Okay. Um, but I purposefully uh, moved into an apartment where I could, I could have the space that I need to have a studio. Mm. Um, and, yeah. And typically, just, sorry, um, when you do an exhibition, how mm-hmm. long does it take to actually get all the paintings done? Okay, so the, this exhibition that's going on at the Media One Hotel at the moment, uh, the, it, it consists of paintings that I've had for over two years. So it's definitely been a slow process. Um, but I would definitely say the last month is the most intense because you've got to go back and revisit each, paint, each painting and make sure that everything's the way you want it to be. Because um, there are times when I'll start painting, I'll get halfway and then I just don't feel inspired anymore mm. to complete it and I'll just leave it. And then I think, okay, I need to go back to that. So that's 
usually the hardest part of an exhibition, going back to your paintings and thinking, okay, what do I need to do to this to actually make it look presentable? <laughs> How do you know when it's finished? Though? I mean, when, when, when you start with a uh -huh. canvas, do you have an image in your mind of, of, of what it's going to look like when it's done? No. Okay, so it's, it's, it's very much a process that evolves as you're, as you're working on it. Yeah, so I'll, um, I'll have a, a blank canvas. Mm. I'll have a, an idea of the colours that I want to do on it. Um, but that usually changes the minute the paintbrush hits the canvas um, and the emotions, you know, come into play. And, and that's when the psychology really comes in because I'm, I'm always exploring what, what's going on in the subconscious mind. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so it might feel, you know, like I'm having a good day and then I think, you know, the dark side of me gets in there and then I'm like, oh, put some black in there. And <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So uh, th this is this is interesting <coughs> to me as well, though, because obviously you, you're working with, uh, well, you work as a psychologist, but are you mm. working with individuals or are you working in, in other fields? So I have a, a background in clinical psychology, mm. so I've always had an interest in mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and, and currently I'm working as an occupational psychologist, so I work with organisations, I work with professionals, managers, executive directors, things like that. So, But still, the psychology is... Is basically applying um, psychological theories to to any any industry or to anyone or to anything. Mm. That's the beauty of psychology. <laughs> yeah, but, but what sort of help do organisations want? Do, do CEOs want? How can you step in You'd and kind of get involved? You'd be surprised, but CEOs have so many you know um, things that they want to they, they'd want to talk about. They want to issue how how they can progress in their in their in their in their career mm. so it could be coaching um it could be career coaching or just life coaching generally or how to how they can meet their targets in a more efficient way um so it's definitely important for executive directs directors to to be speaking to um psychologists mm. um regularly um just for things that they just might want to get off their chest even we all need to talk so, to yeah. somebody. <laughs> I know I do. Uh, Shazia Inga is here at Arabic Calligraphy Artist. And you were telling us just before the break, Shazia, that um, you work with CEOs, you go into companies and organisations, and you, uh, in your in your role as a psychologist, and and, and, and you help people, help them within mm -hmm. the different organisation. I was just wondering, do you ever bring art into that as well? Do, is that ever part of your practice and, and, and how you would work with those organisations and individuals? It can be, mm. um, but... I think the biggest connection for me is bringing the psychology to my artwork, mm -hmm. not the other way around. Yeah. Um, definitely within mental health, there's definitely an area where art therapy, art, art therapy and, um, you know, people can express themselves through art. Do you th as a psychologist, though, do you think that there's always more meaning behind a picture you know if somebody mm -hmm. if you said to if you gave somebody a blank piece of paper mm -hmm. and they and you say draw anything you want if mm -hmm. they draw a house mm -hmm. will there always be extra meaning to it or maybe they just thought oh, i'll just draw a house i think maybe they just draw, drew a yeah, house exactly. <laughs> i'm so pleased you said that because <laughs> i think that's true as well no i think it depends um if people are going through something in their life uh, mm. especially children pictures definitely tell a story mm. um and and children use art um to express themselves mm. um adults too so it just depends on you know where they are in their life and you know what events have happened in their life and um i definitely use art as a form of therapy myself mm. so if I've had a stressful day um, I take it out on my canvas 
that's my therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than arguing with somebody or Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah. So I have paintings that are just angrier than other paintings. <laughs> yeah. Um so definitely it's a, it's a form of therapy for myself. Um and it's also uh, for me a good way to express um as a psychologist I'm con- continuously observing people mm-hmm. um I'm a I'm a serious people watcher mm-hmm. so <laughs> I can sit in one place and just observe people uh watch people and try and make meanings um of things that you might not necessarily see straight away and I express that through my artwork so there's 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 kind of I mean I'm I'm going to say there's three elements that I'm seeing mm-hmm. you can you can tell me whether you, this is you agree with this or okay. not you know so I, I'm seeing the the, the art mm-hmm. you know and the, and the like I said the explosions of color mm-hmm. the types of color and the shapes and so yep. forth then you've got the calligraphy mm-hmm. and the the beautiful shapes and the lettering yeah but then there's also and this is the bit that I can't see or understand because I don't speak Arabic uh-huh. there's the the word and yeah. what that calligraphy actually yeah. means so I guess for some people mm-hmm. it would be fair to say tell me if you think I'm right or wrong they can't fully understand not, yeah. what's on the canvas there if they don't speak Arabic mm-hmm. that's a good point um I I always have the meaning next mm-hmm. to my artwork. So if it's showing somewhere, uh, I definitely put the meaning. And if you go onto my website, you can see description of the artwork. So you can see what my inspiration was behind that word. So for example, one of the the, the pieces that I created for the for the exhibition from the Al Haq collection mm-hmm. is called um, Sabrun Jamil. And so in that that in in English means patience is beautiful. Mm. Um, and from a psychological perspective um and just at a human level on mm. any level um patience can be quite um uh, you know a therapeutic process of of going through anything in life and when you're in your deepest darkest moments um patience usually is hard mm-hmm. but it's a process that you have to go through to see the light Mm. Um and so uh, in this painting the colors really reflect that um there's a lot of dark somber colors and then there's also um a part of the painting which is full of gold and full of bright colors that are encapsulated in some kind of like a, an abstract like a square shape mm. and for me that's the hope that everyone has um when they're going through these troubling times and that's where the patience comes in as well that if you if you have the patience it can be a beautiful thing because it's something light at the end mm. of of the to- of the turmoil it's so beautiful i mean the, hearing you describe mm-hmm. uh, the how how you put the piece of work together and that yeah. work in particular if anybody does want to take a look at your work it's down at the media one hotel is, yeah. um wh- where do we need to go when we get there and how long is the exhibition on for okay so um it's in the main lobby mm-hmm. of the media one hotel so it's um the the whole of the, the the lobby is covered with my work so you can't miss it and it's all my work so it's my first solo exhibition mm-hmm. um which is nice um and it's on till the end of ramadan so mm-hmm. they've still got plenty of time to go and see and do you, are you selling the work as well is it is it available for or do you do prints how does it how does it work is it currently is it i'm not doing prints mm-hmm. um so they're all original um hand painted uh, pieces and they are all for sale um there's prices um next to each of the pieces of the paintings um i don't have um <clears throat> I have sorry social media I have Facebook and Instagram and also website so if anyone you know sees a piece that they like they can always just get in touch with me if they don't know the price and I can give them a quote I love that the yeah. social media <laughs> working for you I like Do you know what it it I I I'm I was reluctant for mm. a long time just oh, really? yeah just because I find art so personal mm. um and but 
But I think recently I've realized how important social media is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and hence why I'm here today doing a radio Abs- show as well. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just because you love the, love the show. <laughs> and I love the show. <laughs> um, I mean, I, one of the things that um, you said earlier, I mean, obviously you, it's, it's, a, it's important for you to make art accessible to people as mm-hmm. well, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously... Um, if I take a look at, if I see maybe on on your social media somebody mm-hmm. tweets a picture or, yeah. or tweets a picture of your artwork, uh-huh. I wouldn't necessarily be able to understand it. But if I if I can see that translation and I can see some of the reasoning behind mm-hmm. it as well, mm-hmm. it does just open it up to to more people. Why is that so important for you? Uh, it's definitely important um, because. Like you said, people don't understand my art when they first look at it, mm. just because it's in a different language, firstly. Yeah. And secondly, um, the, the meaning will only be, you know, you'll only understand it if you understand Arabic. Um, but I try to, through my social media and through my website, I try to express how, who I am as an artist. Mm. And I think when people understand me as an artist, they can understand my work more. Mm. And not necessarily just an individual piece, just my style as an artist. So I'm definitely trying to be more proactive with social media. Still work, still a work in progress. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but hopefully people will understand my, my work more as they see me through social media and, and, and how I think and my views on things and things like that. I mean, obviously, you know, you're, you're here, the, the work that you do is Arabic calligraphy art. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I was at school years and years ago, I don't know if they do it these days, we were taught calligraphy. It was, oh. it was, it was kind of one of our, but it was obviously English language calligraphy. Uh, with okay, I was fountain. taught that too. Yes. I remember with a fountain pen. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, you know, I, 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 I've not ever used that again. Obviously, you've got some elements of that. But we, are you ever tempted to uh, do work in English as well? English not, calligraphy? No. <laughs> it, I, no, in zero interest. I can't say that I am, no. I'm just not inspired by it. I'm yeah. Inspired by Arabic, and I'm, mm. I'm inspired by um, Arabic culture as well. Yeah. So um, everything that comes with Arabic culture, I love. So you'll see a lot of that uh, in my artwork. Um, and just going back to a point that you made about making art accessible mm. for everyone, um, I recently did a show. Um, I took part in the. I don't know if you heard about the street nights at JBR. Yes. Yeah. So, went down there. It was great. Oh, see, so you, you probably walked past me. I didn't even realize. So that was a really unique opportunity for me because they wanted me to paint live. Mm. And that was really daunting because usually I'm in my studio and I've got my earphones on and I'm in my own little world. Um, So to take that and, you know, and expose myself almost to, you know, and to everyone watching was a really um, cathartic process, actually. And also it was a nice way to, to bring people to the art um, and expose it in a different way. Mm. And most people don't go to art galleries. I don't know many people who actually go and make a point of going to art galleries. So this is a way, a nice way to to just make art more, you know, more fun and enjoyable. They can be quite intimidating, I think, don't you? The, I think the, so. Art galleries, definitely. I mean, unless you've got the money in your pocket and you want to buy yeah, something. Yeah, and you feel like you need to know so much about art, like, and you, you need to be an art connoisseur. Mm. So also, you know, I chose to show my work at Media One because. A mid one hotel because it's you know you don't have to necessarily go in to to see art or to buy art but you could stumble across art mm. and isn't that nice going to a hotel not expecting to see art mm. but just um, stumbling across something that you that catches your eye yeah and so you're you're exposed to art in a, in a different way well while you were live painting did mm-hmm. did and you obviously you've, you, there would have been audiences of yeah. various size throughout the throughout yeah. the time watching you did you find anything that you're doing uh, influenced 
by the people that were watching and their reaction and were they were they asking you questions were they engaging yeah. with the process that's what i loved uh, i thought it would be intimidating mm. um because like i said art is such a personal thing um and you know half the time i stand there for like 20 minutes not doing a anything to my canvas because I'm still thinking yeah <laughs> thought, that's going to be so she's boring blanked. she's blanked <laughs> that's going to be I'm so stuck. boring for people to see <laughs> like I'm stuck I don't know what I'm doing yeah um but surprisingly I think just the <laughs> buzz and the enthusiasm from people just kept me going and mm. it was actually a lot faster um the it's a bit like running a race isn't yeah, it you maybe yeah crowd gets you going crowd get, got me going and um I actually like the fact that people were coming up to me saying, I like this one, mm. I like those colours that you're using, why don't you use a bit of this colour? And I'm like, I didn't think of that, yeah. but thank you, that's amazing. So it was were like an really? interactive process. Were you really <laughs> thank you? Because, because I mean, it's such, a cre- it's such a personal creative experience, isn't it? Where, it is, mm. um, and I've always been very possessive of my artwork. And mm-hmm. my husband, he'll tell you this, that he, he'll come in the morning and he'll come to my studio and he'll be like, Oh gosh, has what did you do to it? Oh, I don't like that part. That's men. Right? He's brave, isn't that's he? Men. He's yeah, and he, and and I get really offended. I'm like, no, that's the way I like it. Yeah. Um. So I <laughs> put him in the so, corner. Yeah, put him in the naughty, on the naughty step. Um. And, and then there's sometimes they'll come and like, oh, that's amazing, and and it does put you off. Um. Because mm. you know, then you've got a bias. Then he he's kind of like you know clouding my judgment. So now you can't but change it because he thinks it's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's amazing as it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm quite I'm quite you know stubborn. I'll stick to my guns, mm-hmm. and um, but I do like the interactive process, and I think it's something that I'm going to explore a little bit more. And you'll mm. see that on my social media. I want to start getting input from um, people on social media, and also if I'm doing a live painting, I want people to have an input on my art, mm. and just as a uh, as a little experiment if not anything else just to see you've obviously you're exhibiting at the moment like mm-hmm. and 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 you've been working in arabic calligraphy art for was it eight years you said you've been doing it now uh, around seven years okay yeah. so you've kind of you know you've got to that level you've got your first yeah. solo a- exhibit what if people are listening and like, i want to get involved in, uh-huh. in 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 this type of art where can they go what advice would you give to them um i think if if people are you know, if they're interested in Arabic calligraphy mm-hmm. art specifically, like calligraphy, um, there are definitely loads of courses out there um, if they want to go down the traditional route. Um, but I would say if you've definitely got your own style, stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, explore your own style. Don't be scared. Um, and just keep producing art. That's the most important thing. And that's what I've learned over the years. Never stop. Just keep producing art. And one day someone, someone will see your art. Mm. Um, someone will like it. Um, get online. Social media is really good, a really good platform. And especially in, in Dubai and the UAE, um, people love Instagram. Mm. And people are always on the Instagram. Um, so if you use the right hashtags and things, hopefully someone will see your work. And yeah. And I promised I was going to give you uh, a tip or, or something. Yeah, bit I'm of a bit nervous about this. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm going to suggest that you do a live uh, painting mm-hmm. on Periscope. Have you heard of Periscope? No. Oh, it's a great app. You can you it. can download. You can live video stream and oh. 
anyone who's got the app it's the same people who make Twitter okay. so it's the, you use the same Twitter handle on Periscope anyone on your friend on your follow list on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, basically anyone who wants to just yeah. click on your feed yeah. and watch you doing the artwork can watch they can comment they can give hearts wow. they can they can sort of say why you know, did I not hear of this before I know <laughs> it's the, I only found about it out about it the like this week this really <laughs> social media expert okay. um, that's my advice to you um, get some uh, Periscope followers Periscope. and and do like a Periscope calligraphy portrait okay. thing. There. Yeah. Anyway, just 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 tell that. me it's a great idea. <laughs> it's <laughs> a lovely idea. <laughs> uh, thank if, you. If you're the only one watching, then I'm happy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Don't worry. Petra, oh, okay. Petra and I will work. Uh, thank you so much for joining us thank this morning. It's been an absolute me. pleasure having you on the show. Uh, just give us a reminder of your website. Okay, so it's www.arabicartdubai.com and social media is at Shazia Art. And the exhibit is uh, in the Media One Hotel. Media That's One in Hotel. Media City, yeah. obviously. And it's running until the end of Ramadan. Yes. And sorry, Facebook, Art by Shazia. Art by Shazia. Yep.